the dad bod of destiny will begin in a moment The Dad Bot of Destiny podcast is brought to you by the Vacationeer Travel Agency. The Vacationeer is a platinum level authorized Disney vacation planner agency. Have your next Disney or Universal adventure planned by a pro by going to vacationeer.com slash dadbot or calling 833-469-8747 today. Now back to the Dad Bot of Destiny. This brand of professionalism sure leaves much to be desired. Um, hello? What's going on? When did you get here? I never left. Huh? We agreed to take a brief break from the storytelling, so I thought I'd tell you about this extraordinary book I've been reading recently, about the supply chain risk mitigation strategy of the elves of Asper Valley, and next thing I knew, you drifted off to Dreamland. Uh, well... I'm sure it couldn't have been our riveting discussion that put me to sleep. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I just assumed you were too tired from a long night of rearranging your old lady medicine drawer. You're the one in need of medicine, farty boy. Hey, I've long since gotten over my enchanter digestion. Too bad there's no medicine for your rotten attitude. Oh, I'm groggy from my nap. Lay off me. Yeah, well, you best snap out of it, because you still have a story to tell. Oh, right. Where did we leave off again? Oh, well, uh, Doug and company had just welcomed a new companion into their ranks. Cavaliera Tubig, the Selkie Elder. Ah, that's right. Then we shall join them as they venture onward in search of the two remaining ingredients necessary to restore the conduit. Be sure to let me know if you need me to step in. <laughs> Fat chance. <clears throat> we rejoin Doug and company traversing north through the Vesterian wilderness. And if we're being honest... They'd made little to no progress finding the missing ingredients after a month since their run-in with the Selkies of Lapis Lagoon. The only progress, the little tree, is not so little anymore. So, uh, Cavalera, you have a blowhole or something? Dog! A what? You're like a sea lion thing, right? A really big one. Well, not now, but in your other form. So how do you breathe underwater? Sea lions don't have blowholes, Dick. They don't? My kind don't breathe underwater. We breathe air through our nose and mouth same as you. But in our true forms, we're capable of slowing our heart rate, permitting us to stay underwater for hours at a time. Oh, well, you know, if you did have a blowhole, it wouldn't be a big deal or anything. She doesn't have a blowhole, Doug. All right, Sprout, all right. So you're certain we're heading in the right direction? You're one to question directions, Captain Off Course. Okay, you need to cut it with the attitude, mister. 
Learn how to cut it with the attitude, mister. Wow, you're so embarrassing. <sighs> you grow a few inches and suddenly your whole demeanor changes. <laughs> I, I do believe we're still heading in the right direction. The caves of Abyssus Despecus are very far north, so it's fairly unsurprising we've yet to reach it. Right, it's the deepest cave known to Visteria. And if that witch of yours is to be believed, we'll find the next ingredient there. Light from the deepest cave. Gosh, I'm not sure how we're expected to capture light. Never mind from a cave, which I'm not sure if you guys are aware, are known for being very, very dark. Coming from a guy that didn't even know trees could talk. Nor have hormonal rage. Shut up! You're not even my real dad. I never claimed to be. Guys, gentlemen, police, sparrows. Oh, he started it. Ugh. Oh, don't you roll your eyes at me, mister. I didn't. You Enough for crying out loud. Oh, I'm beginning to doubt the words spoken to me by the withering magic. Sorry, Cavalera, but you're stuck with us now. It's not our fault it took you so long to realize we're a sorry bunch of pain in the ah! <laughs> Oh my goodness! Amoebe! I'm, uh, I'm all right, I think. Where did this hole in the ground come from? Oh, I don't know, but my haunches are howling. Landed right on a root, stupid thing. Mm, roots are not stupid. Not now, Sprout. Can't you see Amoebe's injured? No, no. I think I'll be fine once I dust myself off. But what is this nonsense? This is no ordinary animal burrow. It looks like a tunnel. A big tunnel at that. Oh, a tunnel, you say? Let me just have a closer look. Huh. How is someone who spends most of her time as a sea lion able to use their legs better than me? Mm, because hers aren't shaped like two sacks of potatoes. You need to calm down or I'm going to ground you. Ground me? <laughs> I'm already grounded. How can you get more grounded than a tree? Ah, just be quiet. You're right, Amoebe. This tunnel was made by no animal. See these narrow divots on the walls? Ah, yeah. I see. Pickaxes. Which can only mean one thing. Dwarves. Dwarves? Der dwarves? Knock it off. Yes, dwarves, Dirk. Stout, grumpy, ginger beards, hairy knuckles, talk like they have a handful of kernels stuck in the back of the throat. You know, dwarves. Come on now, they're much more than that. They are brilliant subterranean architects. Though, this is a somewhat rudimentary tunnel. And the fact that the ceiling collapsed so easily, I estimate these aren't your average dwarves. That's an elegant way of saying these dwarves are pretty bad at doing the only thing dwarves do well. Well, let me get you two out of there. Something seems awfully fishy. Fishy? What? It's been years since I've had fish, so that's strange. I didn't mean fishy in that sense, Cavalera. Anywho, uh, one of you give me your hand. Me first. This place gives me the creeps. Okay, hang tight. I'm gonna lift you up. You hang tight. Quit wriggling about. Dirk, I literally have not moved a hair. You're sure heavier than you look. And you're just as weak as you look. Here, I almost, I almost have it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
Uh, you can't be serious. Uh, one more to go. Cavi, you're up. Snap out of it, Dirk. You didn't rescue anyone. In fact, you almost crushed Cavalera here when you fell in. Oh, no, that's quite all right. I may not be as graceful in my human form, but I'm still quite nimble. Fine. Just leave me behind. Ugh. I didn't leave you behind on purpose, Sprout. Oh, great. More of the silent treatment. Oh, come on. Maybe with the three of us, we can dig ourselves a ramp out of here. This kid is unbelievable. He's beginning to drive me insane. Dirk, focus. You too, Cavalera. Digging is just like swimming, but you're paddling against the dirt. Uh, I'm well aware of how to dig. Then let's get to it. Ah! Dirk, what happened? Ooh, I bent back my nail a little. Oh no, let me see that. Does it hurt? A little. Will both of you knock it off and keep digging? Can't you see our companion is gravely injured? I I think I can pull through, Cavalera. Please, I think you should rest. Don't overexert yourself. Oh, enough! Up ahead, I think I heard someone. Oh, pierce me out. Here come the dirty ground goblins. Ah! Looks to be a cave in straight ahead. Great work, tin dog. Why am I being blamed? Oi, we're it in. We're company. Do we hide? Oh, I think we've already been spotted, Dirk. No, no, this is good. They're dwarves. They'll know how much further we have to go before reaching the caves of Abyssus to Speckus. <gasps> Perchance, they'll even have a map to lead us there too. I think you overestimate the kindness of dwarves. Quite a nice tunnel you've dug here, gentlemen. I'm no a gentleman, dairy farmer. Dairy farmer? Anyway, I just assumed, with the beard and all... What about her beard? It's perfectly voluminous and healthy. I'm guessing you don't have dwarves in your world, but uh, they all have beards. Really? Then what about that third one over there? The baby-faced one? I'm uh, not too sure. Very odd, considering dwarves are basically born with beards. Sincerest apologies. Uh, we seem to have gotten off on the wrong foot. My name's Doug, this here is Amoebe, and my blue-hued friend over there is Cavalera. But her demeanor's anything but blue, I assure you. <laughs> what did you do to our tunnel? Uh, er, well, sorry, but we were just walking along when suddenly the ground collapsed beneath my friend here. What? The elf! <laughs> Funny, seeing as elves seem to pride themselves on being big-brained woodland wanderers. How dare you stone sniffers doubt my grace and dexterity? I'm Amoebe, heir of Mudez. That's supposed to mean something to us. Ah! Hey, hey now. Easy does it. Listen, we're really sorry for ruining your tunnel, Mr... Orphanhole. Orvin Hall Anvil Arms, and my lovely companion here is... Barrel Show Shaper. Yes, well, nice to meet... Wait, and what's his name? Who? The, uh, the guy behind you. Oh, he's not worth a breath. <laughs> Nonsense. Hi there, I'm Cavalera. 
And you are? I'm Thin Dog. Thin Dog? I Thin Dog Pebble Pusher. Don't bother wasting your time with this whiskerless grunt. Hey, you're being awfully mean to your friend, don't you think? Friend? <laughs> we only befriend true dwarves. Gravelly dwarves suited to crumble stone with their bare hands. Not this beardless softy. Sheesh. Harsh words. Well, he's partly, if not wholly, responsible for you being down here. What? You mean it's not solely because of your kind shoddy workmanship? As we stated, Thin Pop here ain't no true dwarf. He has the digging prowess of an armless elf. Thundogs always angling his pickaxe upward. The absence of a beard always has him chasing the sun for warmth. I'm no friend of the dwarves, but you're being a little too hard on the guy. Nonsense. Old babyface boggy boy needs to get used to this sort of treatment. Aye, don't get us wrong. He's useful for one thing. Hauling our equipment. Other than that, the only thing he's good for is slopping pints of milk at the tavern and gumming his way through a loaf of sweet bread. Oh, come on, guys. I can hardly listen to the kid talk. It's like a constipated bluebird chirping in your ear. <laughs> I'd rather listen to a forest cow true could than have to hear another word from this dire halfling's thunlips. Easy now, Barrel. The boy hasn't had a cry in nearly an hour. He could be primed to flood these tunnels and drown us all. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? What happened to the sound? Oh, no, no, don't tell me. Don't tell you what? We're diving into another flashback, aren't we? Oh, shut up. It's starting. Why did you have to bring me today? Because, Ray, it's bring your daughter to work day. Don't you think I'm a little too old for this? Nonsense. You're never too old to learn about the importance of a strong work ethic. This is meant to show you what amazing feats you're capable of. Right. And the best way to show me that is to drag me, a girl, into an office where all the bosses are dusty old men? I... Well, here, how about I teach you about internal audit reports? Won't that be fun? (laughs) So I have this really cool spreadsheet that I work off of. Very high-tech stuff. (sighs) Yes, Dad. I know all about Excel. But it's more than that. There are formulas and algorithms. And look at this. I can even turn the data into a table or a line graph. Or a bar graph. Hola, Doug Meister. What's hanging? Agent Doug Low Seven. Oh, hey, Spence. And hey. Heh, it's Spencer. Thought you should know that by now. Right, Spencer. And hey there, Declan. Doug Meister. How many times do I have to tell you to call me Deck? <laughs> yeah, sure thing, Deck. Oh, and who do we have here? Oh, this is my daughter, Raylan. Say hi. Sup. Oh, how old are you? Ten? Eleven? Yeah. Me and Spence both have girls around your age. Thought they were a bit too cool to tag along with us today. 
Uh, yeah, Aubrey can be a real sourpuss. Anyway... Doug, my man. What's going on with that expense report? Huh? Oh, it's coming along, but it's not due until Friday, right? Uh, yeah, change of plans, bud. We're gonna need that first thing tomorrow. Spence and I planned a golf outing with some of the other guys. Decided to call it quits early this week. Oh yeah, call it company bonding. Golf outing? Who's going with you? Just some of the guys. You know, the only thing you need to be concerned about is getting the report done. I mean, I'm no stranger to the green, if you know what I mean. You, you golf? <laughs> what? What's so unbelievable about that? <laughs> you, you sure you can swing a club wide enough to clear that gut of yours? My God. <laughs> Spence, I got 20 bucks as I can guess his favorite club to use on the course, too. What's that? <laughs> a club sandwich. <laughs> you know golf carts have a weight limit, right, Doug? I'm not that fat. They don't allow pizza delivery drivers on the course, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, huh? shut up. Wow. It's no wonder your daughters didn't come today. They must hate you. Whoa, calm down there, Jalen. It's Raylan, you moron. Ray, calm down. No, I'm not gonna just sit by while these beanstalks poke fun at you. Uh, yeah. Doug, just be sure to get that report done. Running away, huh? Typical. Bunch of chickens. Ray, enough. Dad, how could you let them do that? Just make fun of you like that. Uh, it... It was all in good fun, Ray. It didn't look like good fun. You have to stick up for yourself, Dad. That's what you've always taught me. It's different when you're an adult. Yeah, is it? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's just drop it, okay? How about I teach you all about expense reports? <sighs> Whatever, sure. <laughs> no. No, no, no! That's enough! Huh? Oh my. I can tell by the dirt beneath Thin Dog's fingernails that he's twice the tunneler as you two jerks. Huh? Dirt? In fact, with the way you two are limply holding those pickaxes, I wouldn't be surprised if Thin Dog's the only one doing any work around here. You sound drunk, human. I'm quite in my right mind, thank you very much. Which is why I can't stand idly by while you pick on your fellow dwarf all because... What? He doesn't have a beard? I'd kill to not have to shave every day. Aye, you watch your mouth. Hey, Thin Dog, you happen to know how to get to the caves of... of... Uh, it's the caves of Abyssus to Speckus, Doug. Whatever. We're looking for a guide to lead us there, and you look like you could surely help us out. We'll pay you for your efforts, of course. Pay me? You're not going anywhere, Thin Dog. The fairy godmother will have your head, as well as ours, if this tunnel isn't finished soon. The, the, uh... <sighs> the fairy godmother, you say? The fairy godmother? <laughs> if these two are afraid of someone who goes by the name the fairy godmother, then they have no right teasing you. So, what do you say, Thin Dog? Care to tag along? He ain't leaving with you, rosy cheeks. Yeah? And what if he decides he wants to? Then me and Beryl here 
We'll poke you full of holes with our pickaxes. Aye. Pardon me, but I do not take kindly to threats aimed at my friends. Aye. And what are you going to do about it, blue lady? Doug, amoebe, stand back. What? Here? There's hardly any room. No matter. If these demons resort to acts of violence, then I must rise to the defense of those in my charge. Those in your charge? Uh, overall, the blue lady's growing. I see that battle. Uh, what's happening? Is she a... She is a silky. Back up overall! What in the blazes is a silky? Step away from the beardless one. He's coming with us. Well, if it's a choice between fighting you or incurring the wrath of the Godmother, then... <laughs> then, of course, Thin Dog can go with you. <laughs> you sure about this, overall? By all means. You take the first swing if you disagree. Uh, no, no. You're quite right. We can... Uh... We can just finish the tunnel without him. <laughs> I doubt that. Then be gone with you. Okay, okay. We're leaving. Come on, Barrel. Uh, so I guess, uh, thanks for that. Oh, not a worry, sir. You'll find that me and my companions are far better company. I assure you. Yeah, let's save the pleasantries until we're out of this tunnel. Oh, that shouldn't be a problem. I can dig you a ramp in a jiffy. And in a jiffy, he did. Wow, Thin Dog dug that ramp so quickly, it's almost like we didn't even require your interruption. <laughs> it's as if we should have just let the scene play out instead of wasting time with your pointless narration. It's you that's wasting time. I'm not. <sighs> anyway, we rejoin Doug and company as they breach the top of the tunnel. That was incredible, Thin Dog. You're like a human, er, dwarf excavator. An exca-what? Get used to it. It doesn't make much sense most of the time. Took you long. Oh, uh, uh, who's the new guy? Huh? Whoa, is that a talking tree? Whoa, is that a naked-faced dwarf? Sprout. Um, sorry about that, Thin Dog. Ignore the hormonal tree. We have a lot to talk about, but let's not stall. Come on, gang! Hormonal? In case you guys haven't noticed, I have some moss growing in. Practically an adult now. Oh, joy. I think I liked it better when he was giving me the silent treatment. Hey, I'm right here, guys, Doughboy. Stop guys, it. Guys, shut it. Make me, why don't ya? Are they always uh, like this? Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Dad Bot of Destiny, created by Jason Lettingham. Written by Stephen Chisholm, Sophie Castagna, Aaron Webbs, and Jason Lettingham. This podcast is sponsored by The Vacationeer, Digital Lux 22, CJ's Magical Fireworks, and Rocketshirts.net. Get shirt done in days, not weeks. For a full list of cast and crew, go to jasonluddingham.com slash dbodpod. And follow us on Twitter at dbodpod. Thanks for listening.